Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we worship you tonight. We're grateful for your presence here. We thank you that you're answering prayers. We thank you that your power is moving within us, around us. We thank you, Father, you are taking care of all that concern us. We thank you for lives being transformed. We thank you for the lost being saved. We thank you that multitudes and multitudes that sit in the valley of decision are choosing you, are choosing you in moving from death to life. They are choosing you. Father, I thank you for this church, that this church is a ministry marked by miracles. Father, you are doing such amazing things week in and week out. (laughs) It is so good. You are so good. Father, I thank you for every supernatural healing that you have performed in our midst. I thank you for every person who has chosen to make you their Lord and Savior. I thank you that your Holy Spirit is with us and leads us and guides us and convicts us and grows us and changes us that we can become more and more like you. Father, we thank you for your presence in this church in this congregation, and in Erie, Pennsylvania. Father, I thank you that this word revival has been on my heart. And I know, Father, that you are stirring it up and you are preparing us as a church. You are preparing this city for a great move of God. I'm excited to see how you're going to do it, Lord. Father, I just submit this church to you that we will be obedient in whatever part you would have us play in the revival that you want to see in Erie, Pennsylvania. Father, we stand as a church, we stand in unity seeking you and your will. And we're looking forward to what you're going to do. And we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I tell you, God never ceases to amaze me. I witnessed a miracle this afternoon that... uh, (laughs) I don't know the heart, but I would wonder where faith came from. Because, you know, we teach and preach here. 
that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the Word of God and understanding the Word of God. And once we understand it, we accept it as truth, and then comes the miracles and the blessings. Well, I went to visit our Mexican friends out in uh, Conneaut today to have lunch, and they were here Easter Sunday, and they came up and had a wonderful conversion to the Lord. And I guess, I don't know where I was, but Sergio interpreted because the wife does not understand English. And she prayed the sinner's prayer. Well, we're out there today, and nobody was there, hardly, and I was leaving. And he said, did you hear about me? (laughs) I said, yeah, sort of. And he said, when I went to that church of yours and mine, he's calling it his church now. He said, when I went to the altar, I was crying uncontrollably. And that never happened to me in my life. And he was tearing up then as he was telling me. And uh, I said, well, that's wonderful. I said, that's what happens when you get in the presence of the Lord, because that happens to me too. And, you know, men don't like to admit that they cry. He couldn't wait to tell me how he was crying uncontrollably. And he said, boy, I don't know what happened to me. So he said, I can't come this Sunday, but I'm coming the following Sunday. And he said, do you know what happened to my wife? And I said, well, she accepted the Lord. He said, that's not all. He said, she's been suffering with an infection in her intestines, in her bladder, in her kidneys, and they just continually keep her on antibiotics. And he was trying to explain some more stuff to me, but he didn't have the, himself didn't have the English down to where he could detail it. And I'm thinking to myself, this testimony has got to be given before the congregation. And I said to him, do you think she'd be willing to testify? He said, only if Sergio will interpret for her. So a week from this Sunday, she is going to be up here testifying in Spanish. Sergio is going to be interpreting. And he told me, he said, all the pain's gone. That's why I said when I came up here, God never ceases to amaze me. Here's a person, I mean, we've talked to them about going to church a few months ago, and they were going to the Jehovah Witness Church because it was just down the street. And he said, they're pretty nice people. I said, well, yeah. But this, the presence of God... And she miraculously has been healed. And I called Jason this afternoon and I said, you know what? You've been saying that we're going to be marked by miracles here. I said, well, there's one there that she didn't hear him preaching. So faith didn't come by him preaching. The presence. I'm telling you guys, get ready, get ready, get ready. Amen, amen, amen. It's happening. And I, I had asked my granddaughter to get on the Internet and find a gizmo that will take English and turn it to Spanish. And she did. And it's just a little gizmo about that big. And I said to him, did you try it out yet? Because we gave him to him last week. Yeah, and he said, it works great. He said, I hope, because it's, it's an app, I guess. I don't know what I'm talking about now. We're going into high tech. App on his phone that converts English to Spanish. And he said, it works great. He says, but my phone's got to be near the sound. And I'm thinking, well, Jason's going to have to wrap it around his neck, you know. And he said, oh, no, no. He said, if I just set it by the speaker on the floor. I said, ah, ah. So there we go. There we go. God is good. Don't miss a week from Sunday. Don't miss this Sunday. Any Sunday, right? Some. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so the, the gizmo, I believe, if I understand right, then was in her ear. There's like an earbud, like an earbud. So as she's sitting here, it's not like, you know, Google Translate where you can do that. But it is like literally she'll be sitting there and it's like she's hearing in Spanish. So we're getting our services translated not only in sign language, but also in Spanish. Now, if you remember in sign language as well, God is moving even through that because there, the lady was miraculously healed of her knee in the service. And again, she's, she's getting the word of God through, through sign language. So God's presence is, I mean, it is for real. <laughs> it is for real. I went to visit that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. She lives in our mobile home park. And uh, she wasn't home. So as I was riding around, her car pulled in. So I get out of my car, and I, I just want to give her Charles Cash book to show her the confession to make to make sure the devil doesn't steal her healing because, you know, miraculously, instantly, she and her knees got healed. And we had plenty of time. <laughs> the trunk of her car, writing notes to each other. You know. But I'm telling you, she was so happy. She hugged me, you know, it was just, it's just awesome. You know, we got to start, we got to come to the place where we take Jesus public. Amen. Right. That's right. We have got to take him public. What right. we have is what the world needs. Amen. 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 Preach it. You got anything more, Paul? <laughs> you guys, that's okay. You just let me know. Well, we are, there's, boy, there's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot amazing miracles happening. There's a few things I want to at least keep you um, aware of. Uh, one, I received a phone call today from our dear friends, Sean McGuire. Remember Sean McGuire, Sean and Heather, who moved down to South Carolina. He just was, our church was on his heart, and he just called the church today, and I I was there, and he got a hold of me, and we talked for a little bit, and we prayed for him. So keep them in your prayers, Uh, prayer for financial miracles and blessings and jobs uh, for Heather specifically. But I'll tell you what, he's just, he got plugged into a church down there. He's attending on Sundays and Wednesdays, and they're serving already, and it is just we just love them, and we just continue to pray for them. They will always be a part of our church family, whether they're in South Carolina or not. That's right. And there's a few people here, maybe, that might have been a direct influence from them uh, and their, just their passion for the Lord and just wanting to see people's lives change. So we're just so thankful for them. Uh, then a quick update on Pastor and Pam. They're in Maine. They were in Maine last Sunday. They're going to continue to be in Maine for some period of time. But tomorrow, the CBN film crew is actually going to the hospital. So tomorrow, the CBN crew will be at the location of where things happen. They're going to be at the hospital. They're going to be interviewing the chaplain there, some of the nurses. I'm not sure if it's going to be some of the doctors. So that miracle also is going to, it's continuing to go. I think sometime maybe in September, October, they don't know the date where it's going to actually air on CBN, but of course, as soon as I know, I'll let everybody know, and we'll try to get a copy of it, and I'll probably show it here on a Sunday, and a Wednesday, or whatever. We'll figure out how to make that work, uh, but what I do know is the clip will be six minutes long, so this is, amazes me. So they're going around all over the place to get video, I mean, like hours of video, and they are going to put this story in a tidy little six-minute package, so I'm excited to see how they're going to do that, and what they're going to do, and how that's all going to uh, transpire, but uh, that's going to be pretty exciting coming up here in the fall, and then next week, Brother Rich is going to be 
giving the message next week. So he's actually going to do two weeks, not in a row. He's going to do he's going to do next week. Then I'll be back up, and he's going to do the following week. And he's got a message that's been on his heart about just sharing sharing what God has done and the love of Jesus and how we can better love each other and love Him. And so we're not him personally, but him. Yeah, maybe it'll be a little bit in there about Rich how to love you better. So okay, we can take some of that too. So we're excited about that. So don't miss next week. Invite somebody. You know, because, I mean, I've heard Rich preach before, man, it's going to be powerful. We're really going to be excited. And all that's leading up to being, then praying for him and Erica as they are headed to Germany in the middle of June for a two-week kind of missions trip, evangelistic tour of Germany, where they're preaching the gospel message, lives being transformed all across Germany. We're excited for that. That's just like a preview of what's happened. Then we'll have him back when he comes back to hear more about what, what God has done miraculously uh, on that trip. So let's pray and we'll get in the word of God. We're almost out of time already. It's been a great night. A little different as always, but we'll get into it a little bit and then we'll, uh, we'll close out. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence already this evening. Wow. You are so good. You are so faithful. And Lord, whatever you have more for us this evening, I just pray that your Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us. That our eyes would be opened. That the reality of you, even just a little bit, be made real in our own life. So Father, we seek your face tonight and what you have for us. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. So open your Bibles. I want to go to Proverbs 14, or actually 18, verse 14. And we've been doing a, a mini-series here on Wednesday evenings called Developing a Strong Spirit. And we've been talking about why developing your spirit must be a priority in our lives. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. And then I may get into, because I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but there's indicators of a weak spirit. There's indicators of a weak spirit. And most of us periodically will have a little bit of all of these here and there. And it's just some, it's kind of like a little, uh, you know, like, so we have some cars that are newer in our life. Praise God, God is so good. But they have all these indicators on them. There's all this stuff and all this technology that tells you everything that's happening and what's going on. And sometimes they're good. And sometimes they're letting you know that the fuel's getting a little low. Sometimes they know that you're going a little bit too fast. Sometimes it tells you you're going a little bit too slow. Sometimes it tells you to do a check engine light. Yeah, everybody, anybody's ever had the check engine light come on? And then the infamous, your tire pressure is low, but it's not really low? Okay, how many have had that one? Like that's the false indicator light. So today I want to talk about some indicators some indicators of a weak spirit. And then we have to realize that when we see these happening in our life, they're, they're going to happen in our life, right? We know that some of these things happen to us. We're flesh, we're human. But we know we have continued to room to grow. So at the end of the day, what it means is we get to continue to grow. Continue to grow. And honestly, if you look back, I don't know if Smith Wigglesworth said it or somebody I was reading recently is that as we grow in our walk with the Lord and as we grow stronger and stronger in our spirit, there should be things that we no longer struggle with anymore. This is just reality. This is what happens. It's the rubber band that used to try to squeeze that watermelon and make it pop 
for those who were here previous weeks about so many rubber bands around your water. Sometimes those, those rubber bands should have no more effect at all on us. And that is what God wants to see in our own life as we begin to be disciples of him. You know, being a disciple of Jesus is a constant journey. It is a constant journey. And the ultimate goal of being a disciple is really to make other disciples. And so that is our ultimate goal as we are becoming disciples is we want to be able to make those who make disciples and on and on and on and on. And that's how we reach generations. That's how we get to reach this world. Proverbs 18, 14 and this is be from the Amplified uh, verses. The strong spirit of a man sustains him. Sustain, the spirit sustain not his will, his mind, his emotions, not his, his gumption, not pull himself up by his bootstraps. Is that like a, that's a saying, right? It's, it's not his desire to do this in the physical realm. It is the man's spirit. The woman's spirit, it's the strong spirit of a man sustains him and her. It is what sustains us in what? In bodily pain. Anybody have ever had some bodily pain? It's the spirit that sustains us. There are those, church, I'm telling you, the Lord's reminding me, like there's medical research that when somebody has a lot of pain physically in their body or they're aging, when they decide that they're done, I truly believe that that decision then sits in their spirit. And they have basically said, okay, I'm done. And it is not long after that that they go either to be home with the Lord or go somewhere else that we hope that they never go to. If they haven't made that decision for Jesus, then unfortunately this is what the Bible teaches us. But what I believe is that it can sustain us in bodily pain or trouble. Anybody have any trouble? Anybody have any trouble today? <laughs> okay, a few hands, yeah. yeah. There's, the world, Liz said it earlier. There's trouble in this world. But he overcomes it all. He overcomes it all. And so we can overcome it all only because our spirit and his spirit are connected. Our spirit is sealed. Our spirit is whole. And we can continue to grow it stronger and stronger. But a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear? Oh. <laughs> when we have a we- oh, I can't even stand myself when I'm walking with a weak spirit, you know? It's like, seriously, do you hear yourself talking? You know, and I've got a lot of little kids who can help me, and I have a wife who can help me sometimes, like, hey, do you hear what you're saying? So my sweet Lila, she's our 12-year-old, uh, the tall one, for those who wonder which one that is, the tall one. She's 12. She's taller than our other sisters who are much older than her. But she is like, she's like the word radar a lot. And I, I think I worked on her a little bit, and she's been working on me. So every time like one of us says something, like, Paul, you remember how I used to say that word, C-R-A-Z-Y, that I don't say anymore? Like, that's driving me. So I don't say it. But if, if I even get anywhere close to saying something like that, I always see Lila from the other end of the room go, <laughs> she always gives me so we need help in this we need people around us we surround ourselves with people who love us and care for us enough that they're willing to speak the truth into our life do you know that God speaks truth into our life because he loves us and those who are in relationship with you should be allowed and we need to give them a place to be able to a safe place to be able to let them speak truth into our lives because they love you and we don't want to see them go down that path. 
And the words of our mouth are so very important. So a broken spirit, who could raise up or bear? Ugh. So the first thing I want to speak about is in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23, really in verse, verse 23 and 24, it says this and says, um, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. The God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus. And so really what I believe this means is that I've said this before, you've heard this teaching before, that man is a three-part being. You know, we, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. But that our spirit man, if we can get a hold of the fact that our spirit man is the reality of who we are, and the spirit man is the reality of how we can interact with this world that we see in the natural realm, we can have a completely different walk day in and day out. That's why I believe this verse is telling us here. Uh, the, the body is the earth suit, the tent, the house, the tabernacle, or the building, but it's the spirit on the inside is what remains forever. The miracle of creation, I know we've got to celebrate Mother's Day here coming up, and I've just been thinking about the miracle of creation and how that works and how God has made it when man and woman in his image that we can come together and we can actually be creative beings through him, through what he has done. And that, I mean, think about that just for a minute. We can actually create life. And God places a spirit on the inside of this thing that we are able to create. And he sustains it forever and ever. It's just absolutely amazing. So we truly are a spirit. All three of these parts are connected. And you really, you really can't separate them while we're here on this earth. I mean, it's nice to say, well, I just, I'm just a spirit. That's all I care about. But, I mean, go stub your toe. Go stub your toe really hard or step on the Lego in the middle of the night. And you find out real quick that everything is connected, spirit, soul, and body seems to be connected like right now. I mean, you're just like, whoa, what was that? And you start to maybe think or say some things and like, oh, your spirit is a little bit grieved by what just went down, just like that out of the middle of nowhere. So it's hard to really disconnect them, but at the same time, the Bible clearly teaches us that, that is, the spirit is who we truly are and the battles that we fight. And the things that we go against in this world is the principalities and powers of darkness. It's not against flesh and blood. We're not battling each other. We're not battling each other. We're battling an enemy whose whole purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his whole purpose. That's what he's trying to do with this girl, Lily, that, no, 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 no. I'm thankful that you got up and started praying because I couldn't visit. I mean, I just, no, no. So you just, we are in a battle and God is moving and he is doing miracles in our midst and I am excited about what he's doing. Let's turn real quick to Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 23. Proverbs 4, 20 to 23. And I want to read again, this is a scripture we've been talking about here. during this series. In Kenneth Copeland Ministries, 
don't know where I got this from, but they did like a combination on verse 23. And I want to read that because I think it's really good. But let me read 20 through 23, and then I'm going to read their like amplified King James Version like combo of these two. I'll read it first out of the, uh, the New King James Version. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Verse 23 in the combo of these two says, Keep, guard and protect your heart and your spirit with all vigilance. All vigilance and diligence. Think about that. All vigilance, all diligence. Keeping our spirit. Keeping our spirit protected, guarded, ready for what we have to face. And above all, that you guard for out of it, out of your spirit flow the issues. Out of everything we come out every day that we're going, whether we're going to work or going to school, wherever, all these issues with faith flow out of our spirit. The life forces in the springs of life. The forces of life from God come through our spirit and they get to our mind and body. And there's, again, scientific evidence. We, did, we, we were doing some reading uh, by another guy who's, who does a lot on healing ministries. And they talk about the different brain waves and the different ways that you perceive things and how your brain works. And it's amazing how these theta and beta brain waves, all these things are actually connected and they actually can come from your spirit man. And like, I don't know how science can prove that. It doesn't matter because we know it's for real because it's in the word of God and it says that we're a spirit being. And the enemy a lot of times, I mean, you guys know, you guys hear the, hear the voices and the things that come at us that aren't of God. They aren't of God. And so we have to be diligent and vigilant with the protection of our spirit. In James 2.26, I don't think I have this up here, but it says the body without the spirit is dead. The body without, and we know that, right? I mean, when someone passes away, the spirit leaves. Eh, there's really, there's nothing there. It's just a mortal body that's here. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 16 says this, so through, though our outward man perish, the inward man must be renewed day by day. Our inward man, our spirit. Every day we're getting a little bit older. But every day we have an opportunity to get a little bit stronger. And that completely defies what the world system would say. The world system would say as we get older, we age. And our mind is supposed to age. And we're supposed to forget things. And we're supposed to not remember things. And we're supposed to not be able to connect different ideas and things that happen. Well, I say no. I say no because what the Bible tells me is out of the Spirit flows the issues of life. And out of the Spirit flows all things that concern me. And my mind and my soul and my flesh are connected. And as my spirit is strong, so shall we be strong in this world. Okay, I don't, I, it's, oh, it's 7.30. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, come up here, honey. I want you to <clears throat> help close us out. The last thing I just have is 
I made Rich go get a different translation, so I better put it up here <clears throat> for us. First Timothy, First Timothy four, and I just want to read verse seven. This is the, the Living Bible. It says, Don't waste time arguing over foolish ideas in silly myths and legends. Spend your time and energy in exercise of keeping spiritually fit. Keeping spiritually fit, where we should spend our time and our energy. Go ahead. Um, this is a little testimony about raising your children up in the way they should go and teaching them how to nourish their spirit. That was, um, I taught junior high here at the church for a short period of time, but I mean, that was the whole of what I talked about was nourishing your spirit. And so Anna's 17 and she is um, going to be moving down to Pittsburgh in like, I don't know, a month, which is a little terrifying. Not really, but um, it's just a milestone. We'll say it that way. It's a milestone, um, one that came sooner than we expected. <clears throat> and so... Um, she is so sweet and she's diligent. She spends time every morning. She likes her Joyce Meyer. She gets different Joyce Meyer books from the library. I mean, she just does her thing. And I'm really proud of her for that. She's, um, it's, she's a very good girl. But last night she came in the bedroom and she's having pain in her hip flexor. And she had this over Christmas during a performance. It was really an excruciating pain. And she said, Mom, Mom, on the way home, it just came to me. It was the stretching. I overstretched it. And I said, Anna, did it just come to you? She's like, yeah, it just came to me. I said, where do you think it came from? She was like, it was the Holy Spirit. I was like, it was the Holy Spirit. Amen. I said, honey, you've been a- have you been asking, Lord? Have you prayed? Have you asked him to show you, to lead you, to guide you? What is this? Give me wisdom. Help me to overcome it. Teach me. She was like, yeah. I was like, honey, it's the Holy I said, do you remember what it sounded like? She's like, I do. I said, that's the Holy Spirit. So just drawing her attention, it wasn't just a good idea you had. This is the Holy Spirit. And then I also kind of jumped off of that into, now, honey, if the Holy Spirit is willing to tell you in one word, it was the stretching. So it was the stretching. It's four words. And he, he loves you so much. He's leading you and guiding you. Why would you ever worry? He's with you. He's with you in the car. He cares about He cares about you know, your hopes and your dreams. He put them in your heart. He's the author of them. He is the driver of them. He will lead you in them. There's no room for fear. You don't have to fear. So it was just this wonderful mom moment leading into Mother's Day and with our kids. There's, there's nothing more important to us. Our kids aren't perfectly behaved. They are not like the most biblically literate. We don't make them memorize scriptures and recite them. Um, like as a rule, um, but we do encourage them to nourish their spirit and we draw their attention to what are your words. We're just kind of live it out with them. So I just encourage you when you're bringing up kids or, you know, even if you bring them donuts every once in a while, you know, and just have influence over children, they're so intuitive and they're so open to the things of God and it's just drawing their attention to it. And it's also just drawing our own attention to it, recognizing his leading and nourishing our own spirits. That's good. <clears throat> That's good. Well, guys, let's, let's end in prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for just your presence here this evening. As we prayed in the beginning that we would just have rest. We would just be able to rest in your presence. And I can certainly just personally attest 
And I thank you for it, Lord, that I am more rested and more peaceful leaving than I was when I came. So, Father, I thank you for your wisdom, for your power that manifests itself in our life. No matter what we're going through, no matter what trial it might be, no matter what test or temptation, you're always there with us. It's one thing that we can always count on, we can always rely on. And even if for whatever reason you seem far away, you're actually not. You are right there. No matter how far we run away from you, you are right there with us. There's no place we could go to escape your presence in our life. And I thank you that you are always with us. And Father, I thank you as that song that was on in the beginning says there's no place I'd rather be than in your presence. So Father, that is our prayer as we leave this place tonight. We thank you that there's no place we'd rather be than in your presence. Father, we lift this rest of this week up to you. Thank you that you are the God of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And that you are taking care of all that concerns us. And I just feel that whatever is concerning you tonight, that you leave it here at the altar and don't take it with you. For he's got it covered, says the Lord. And we thank you for all your love, your care, your mercy, and kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You are dismissed. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you on Sunday. Expecting big things on Sunday. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org, where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.